Namaste and welcome to Chats with Shemaine. Today we're going to talk about self-image. So after being sexually molested and being in narcissistic relationships, dating and friends, I found that I was comparing myself to others. I became so conscious of how I appeared to come across my body image, how I carried myself, how I spoke, just everything, that I lost sight of who I was. Let's talk a little bit about the meaning of self-image. Self-image is yet another of the self-concepts essential to understanding positive psychology. Although related to the others, it is a distinct concept that has its own place and its own importance. Self-image is a personal view or mental picture that we have of ourselves. Self-image is an internal dictionary that describes the characteristics of the self, including such things as intelligence, looks, talents and our overall character. These characteristics form a collective representation of our assets, strengths and liabilities, weaknesses as we see them. As you might imagine, self-image is related to what you see when you look in a mirror. However, it goes much deeper than that. Self-image refers to how we see ourselves on a more global level, both internally and externally. Self-image is a fundamental aspect of someone's personality that can determine the success of relationships and a sense of general well-being. A negative self-image can be caused by self-abuse, self-defeating or self-destructive behavior. Random House Dictionary defines self-image as the idea, concept or mental image one has of oneself and the Mountain State Centers for Independent Living explains further. Self-image is how you perceive yourself. It is a number of self-impressions that have built up over time. These self-images can be very positive, giving a person confidence in their thoughts and actions or negative making a person doubtful of their capabilities and ideas. Let's take a look at the elements and dimensions of self-image. Susan Altman, for example, says that the three elements of self-image are the way a person perceives or thinks of themselves, what a person thinks others think about them, and the way a person would like to be or their ideal self. One of the earliest mentions of any type of theory about self-image came from renowned psychologist Morris Rosenberg. His 1965 book, Society and the Adolescent Self-Image, was one of the first in-depth explorations of the concept, and it also provided one of the most cited psychology scales ever, the Rosenberg Self-Esteem Scale. Let's take a look at it. So he has uh, the physical dimension, how someone evaluates their appearance, the psychological dimension, how someone evaluates their personality. The intellectual dimension, how someone evaluates their intelligence. The skills dimension, how someone evaluates their social and technical skills. The moral dimension, how someone evaluates their values and principles. The sexual dimension, how someone feels they fit into society's masculine or feminine norms. These elements and dimensions offer a framework through which to view self-image. But remember that this is not a known and wildly accepted framework. Rather, it is just one possible way of thinking about self-image. So how is self-image developed? 
Self-image is a product of thought patterns developed through the social influences of those around someone from childhood on. Early childhood influences such as parents and caregivers have a major influence on our self-image. They are mirrors reflecting back to us an image of ourselves, our experiences with others such as teachers, friends, partners and family and nowadays co-workers add to the image of the mirror. Relationships reinforce what we think about ourselves. When someone relates to their peers, oh sorry, how, not when, (laughs) I thought that sounded wrong. (laughs) How someone relates to their peers can often influence self-image. For example, a child who was bullied in school due to an unusual physical trait may develop a self-image of unattractiveness that is carried that they carry with them through into adulthood or even a child that just stood out you know because of possibly his higher intelligence you know he was greater skills at doing something and is bullied um for that uh, can also carry a, a self-image of unattractiveness through into their adulthood The image we see in the mirror may be a real or distorted view of who we really are. Based on this view, we develop either a positive or a negative self-image. The strengths and weaknesses we have adapted affect how we act today. We continually take in information and evaluate ourselves in several areas such as physical appearance, performance, smartness and our relationships. Self-image is important because how we think about ourselves affects how we feel about ourselves and how we interact with others and the world around us. With a positive self-image, we recognize and own our assets and potentials while being realistic about our liabilities and limitations, boosting our physical, mental, social, emotional and spiritual well-being. With a negative self-image, we focus on our faults and weaknesses, distorting failure and imperfections, which can decrease our satisfaction and ability to function in these areas. Self-image is important because how we think about ourselves affects how we feel about ourselves and how we interact with others and the world around us. Nonetheless, self-image can be altered and improved through various techniques and daily consciousness of how we are seeing ourselves. So, how do you see yourself? Love and light.